Welcome to The Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. Radio, I'm very pleased to be your host, Charlie Wright. Today is December 5th, 2014, and we have the opportunity of talking with Don Lansing of Timing Cube, which is a service to individual investors. Don is talking to us from Austin, Texas. Don, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you, Charlie. It's good to be with you. So, Don, let's begin here by giving us a background of Timing Cube, what it's all about and what it does. Sure. Well, Timing Cube is a simple investment system whereby we uh, focus on the broad market indexes like the NASDAQ 100, and all that our service does is provide simple buy, sell, or cash signals uh, on the market. Uh, we're not trying to um, figure out which way the market's going to go on any particular day, but over a period of, of weeks, months, uh, we try to be uh, right a lot more than we're wrong in terms of which direction the market is going. Uh, Timing Kim was founded back in uh, July of 2001, so we've been at this for quite a while. It was founded by two executives uh, in computer science and uh, engineering who were looking for uh, ways to uh, better manage their investments, and they came up with this model that uh, forms the basis of Timing Cube. And what kind of indicators do you use, Don, to determine uh, what you're expecting from markets? Uh, primarily, it's price and volume indicators. Uh, you know, the, the goal of any sort of mechanical system like ours is to take the emotion out of investing, uh, because emotions tend to be the, 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 what leads to mistakes. And so a mechanical model like ours, we're trying to take the emotion out of the investing. Uh, so we're, we're really just trying to follow price. Uh, along, and then we use uh, volume and several in other indicators as secondary inputs. So would we say that this is a trend-following system uh, or relative strength system? Uh, trend-following, exactly. Okay, so you're looking at uh, the broad markets. What particular broad markets are you looking at? All domestic? Uh, the focus is on the NASDAQ 100. So the NASDAQ 100 is what drives uh, the model for Timing Cube. Uh, we have another service called FP Research that uses particular sectors of the market, but for Timing Cube, we're looking at the NASDAQ 100. The reason why we've chosen that one is it's got uh, a bit more volatility than the S&P 500. Uh, that volatility gives us more opportunities to find trends and, uh, and you know, make money from those trends. And so you deal with individual investors, and they pay you some kind of a fee uh, on whatever kind of basis uh, is involved. And then for that fee, they receive these signals, and then they can invest, be in or out of uh, markets accordingly. That's correct. And uh, in addition, we publish uh, an article on the website at the end of every week and along with a simple wrap-up of what the market has done. So we try to keep engaged with the subscribers beyond, uh, beyond the, the signals. The signals can come in, in short order every few days or so. Uh, more often than not, uh, weeks and months go by and we're on the same signal. It's just uh, whatever's happening in the market. 
Okay, and for people who are not real interested in or comfortable with the, the QQQs here uh, on the NASDAQ 100, uh, do, do these signals apply as well to the S&P 500, for example, or to small cap funds? Uh, they do, and on our website we show results of the model being applied to both the S&P 500, the small cap Russell 2000, along with the NASDAQ 100 or QQQ. And for our listeners, uh, are, are those pretty? Have they been as accurate as uh, on the S and P five hundred as they've been on the Nasdaq one hundred? They have been better than uh, buy and hold investing over uh, extended periods of time. And you know what we tend to find is that markets, uh, certainly within the U.S., they roughly move together uh, over extended periods of time. Some more magnitude than others, depending on the year but uh, they they move in the same direction and so what we're what we found is that once we find that the market is moving higher typically all three of the indexes are moving higher together or falling all together and it's just a matter of degree okay and what about um, in in your investments here well, what about the, uh, the the performance how has the performance been uh, especially uh, like in 2013 when the market was up over 32%. Did you have any signals at all that got people out of the market, or were they fully invested the full year? They were fully invested most of the year. I would say that a, a market like 2013, 2014, uh, those types of markets will see a little bit of underperformance, and the reason is that what you will have is uh, you've got these very quick declines in the market and very quick reversals. And so what happens is the, the decline in the market sometimes can cause us to step out just as an insurance that the market may fall further. We never know, of course, how far that's going to fall. And then the market turns right around and starts zooming back the other direction where we have to get back on board. And sometimes you'll miss uh, a percent or two of that next move. And so it's very difficult for a system like ours to keep up with a market uh, during that particular type of, of period. On the flip side, in a period like 2008 where you've got these big swings in the, in the market and a lot of volatility, uh, our system does extremely well during that period of time, uh, a matter of what type of market we have. But uh, by and large, what you'll find on the website is that our results uh, tend to do pretty well compared to the market. That's especially true um, for a more conservative, moderate investor on the FP research side, where we have an all-equity portfolio uh, that takes a similar approach to the timing cube, but does it across different sectors to create a more diversified portfolio. There, we've matched the market or beat the market performance for the past three years. Okay, and, and you mentioned earlier that the signals that are given are buy, sell, or go to cash. What if somebody's not comfortable with uh, buying an inverse ETF, for example, on the NASDAQ 100 or on the S&P 500, uh, so that, that they would just take those sell signals and just go to cash? That's correct, and that's what we call a long-only approach to uh, using the model. And uh, on the Timing Cube site, you'll see the long-only results. And, uh, and for many investors, that's, that's a very good way to go. 
there are fewer trades, of course, when you're just going, just using the buy signals and then going to cash on the sell signals. There's going to be fewer trades, and the results are are going to be uh, again much better than a buy and hold approach. So, in a year such as our current year, 2014, where the Nasdaq 100 is up in the low double double digits here, uh, how many? trade signals have you had this year on the uh, NASDAQ 100? Had about a handful, and uh, what's generated those is the phenomenon I mentioned uh, a second ago where you've got these, these sharp declines like we had in October, but then an equally sharp rebound. Uh, so we'll get out, we will go to cash or short, and then turn around and go, go long again. And uh, so... Uh, that's what's generated the signals. But they've been very short in, in uh, duration, and we've been invested uh, on the buy side 90-plus per percent of the time this year. Okay. Don, we're going to stop for a minute uh, for a short break. Uh, you're listening to our interview with Don Lansing of Timing Cube on Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, and we'll be back after this short break. <laughs> According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. And now back to Charlie and his guest. Welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. We're talking with Don Lansing of Timing Cube, a service to individual investors. And Don is talking to us from their corporate headquarters in Austin, Texas. So, Don, if I were to summarize what it is the Timing Cube does, I would say that it's a service to individual investors where they pay you directly and you provide signals on the NASDAQ 100 that they can use on that or they can use on in investing in other broad market indices uh, such as the SPY, etc. And they can determine when to be in and when to be out of the market. They can go long, they can go short if they wish, or they can go to cash. And then that gives them that guidance and direction, especially for those longer trend downturns that can decimate portfolios. Would you say basically that that's fairly accurate in the service that you, that you offer at Timing Cube? That's absolutely accurate, Charlie. Don, you, you spoke earlier of what uh, we in the industry typically call choppy markets. And for trend-following and relative-strength kind of strategies like you have, that's a real challenge. We can catch those trends, whether they're up or they're down. But when we get a choppy market, we have a tendency to get up at the high, get in at the high points and get out at the low points so that we're buying high and selling low. How do you guys deal with choppy markets? Because that's the real challenge for your kind of strategy. That's correct. That is the biggest challenge that we face. And uh, so, you know, choppy markets come in different flavors. 
I mentioned earlier about the type of market that we've had this year and the year before, which are, are trending up pretty smoothly but have these little notches, if you will. And those little notches sometimes can be enough to just kick us out of the market very briefly for a matter of, of days sometimes, and then we're right back in. Now, uh, a choppier market like we might have had in, uh, uh, say, 2011 or 2008, sometimes those types of movements, if they're, uh, if they're broad enough, actually will find us performing better because the models can be uh, pretty sensitive to what the price is doing and, uh, and catch those, those interim moves, if you will. So it really depends on, on just the type of market that we have. Okay, and you guys have been fairly effective at, at catching those because that's always a challenge. Uh, you know, are we looking at the movement over the past <clears throat> two weeks or are we looking at the movement over the past six months? And uh, so depending upon somebody's time horizon, that can be a real challenge to know, uh, you know, whether we should be looking at the indicators over the past six months or the indicators over the past two weeks. Uh, do you have different models for people depending upon the time horizon of their of their investment? We do, Charlie. We have the Timing Cube Turbo model, which tends to be the fastest and most sensitive uh, model. It's the most active one. Uh, there can be uh, periods of time where there's a lot of trades and then periods of time where there's hardly any trades. The classic model in Timing Cube has, takes a much longer view of things. Uh, it tends to look at um, uh, trends over weeks and months, and so you'll see a lot fewer signals there. Our FP Research uh, all-equity portfolio uh, is more along the lines of the, the Timing Cube classic. It tends to be relatively slow, uh, and actually it has different sectors. Some of them are faster. Some of them are slower, and the idea is that you blend the faster and the slower together to, to create an optimal portfolio. But all of the signals in the uh, FP Research All Equity model, they're all uh, what we would call intermediate term, meaning they're looking over weeks and months uh, or longer. Okay, and then that should help in keeping you out of markets, keeping you out of having uh, to, you know the whip sawing back and forth on movements. On the other hand, uh, you're going to be late to the party fairly often on new new trends. Always plus that's, and minus about all of these things. That's correct. I mean, really what we're trying to avoid and what any system like ours is trying to avoid is the the big drawdown. The Most investors are, are tend to be fairly comfortable with seeing their, uh, their account balance fall 5, 6, 7, 8%. But you get much past that point, and they start to get uh, pretty nervous. And that nervousness can lead to, uh, you know, what individual investors are uh, infamous for, which is selling in a panic uh, when their pain threshold is reached. So what we want to do is, is we want to minimize their exposure to uh, reductions in their account that are beyond that, uh, that 7 8%. And so FP Research was built to keep the, the drawdowns uh, within that 5 to 10% range so that the ride is smoother, the emotions stay out of the investing, 
but we also uh, are not exposed to the big down, downward trends in the market like we saw in 2008, uh, like we saw in 2001. And if you can avoid those, then you can um, hold on to your, your, your capital for the next uptrend and uh, make money from that. You know, Don, I, I'm thinking here of 401k investors who aren't getting any kinds of uh, uh, direction and advice other than asset diversification. And they could sign up for your service, and it tells them when to be in and out of the market. They can sign up for the classic service so they're not, they're not whipsawed and it's not in and out uh, very often. And uh, they can it, it be fairly comfortable that they're going to be out of the markets for those big downturns. Do you have people who tell you that they're using it for their 401K plans? Yes, we do, Charlie. We have people that use the classic model for 401Ks. And then another approach to uh, supporting the 401K uh, subscriber is on the FP Research site. We have a, what's called a broad market indicator. We have a long term and an intermediate term. And, again, you can pick your time frame, frame of interest. Uh, the long-term indicator basically is just, just telling you when the bear market is, on, is, is here or coming. Uh, so you won't see a whole lot of movement there most of the time. That's going to get you out only when things are on the verge of being really bad. Uh, and then the intermediate-term indicator is going to attempt to get you out of the market and will get you out of the market uh, for you know, typical corrections, 10, 15% type corrections. Right. So at Timing Cube, uh, regarding your strategies, Don, at Timing Cube, what keeps you guys awake at night? Well, uh, I guess the simple answer is uh, is being wrong, being wrong for a, uh, a consistent period of time or an extended period of time. Uh, we haven't fortunately experienced that uh, in, in, a, in a very long time. Thankfully, but you know it's a mechanical model. It's uh, it's a model that has been built based on uh, what the market has done over many many years, and so you you expect that that same market behavior is going to continue on in the future. That uh, markets and people are going to continue to react in the same way they have in the past, but there's no guarantee of that, and so you know you don't override the 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 mechanical model. It generates the signals and you follow the signals so you are always in danger that your model stops working and that's uh, that's what keeps us awake at night fortunately we've been um, uh, able to uh, to avoid that uh, and, and minimize that and then we also have improved upon that at the fp research site and that we've got multiple models uh, working together so you have if you will a diversification across models uh, as well as across sectors of the market. Well, I'm sure that time is needed because we uh, we all know that not every model works that well in every market condition. And uh, it's always a challenge when you're outside of your own market, uh, of your most advantageous market condition. And uh, you've been out there for a while and things are not working as, as expected. Uh, it, it can get... Uh, <laughs> Very challenging and very uncomfortable quickly. Um, the final question here, Don. What book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? For us as trend followers, of course, you know, kind of the foundational book is uh, Michael W. Cavell's book on trend following. Uh, I think he's also written a, a shorter introductory book, The Little Book of Trading, which is part of the, the Little Book series, which is really a good way to, 
for for investors uh, uh, to to get a, a, an initial exposure to different strategies. But Covell's books are really form the backbone of what we do. I certainly understand, and I read Michael Covell's book, the uh, the trend following book. Uh, several years ago, and uh, it's on my shelf, and I see it fairly often, and it's been part of my foundation of understanding the markets as well. So I, I can highly recommend that book as well. So how can people find Timing Cube, Don? Go to the website, www.timingcube.com, and then the other site that we've referenced in our conversation, www.fpresearch.com. Both of those will give you a flavor of uh, the type of work that we do, and uh, hopefully it will be helpful to some of your listeners. Okay, and also, if uh, anybody would like to contact us for any information regarding Timing Cube, don't hesitate to send us an email at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. So, Don, thank you very much. We appreciate you joining us today. Hope things are uh, going well. Is the weather good in Austin, Texas right now? Uh, It is good in Austin, Texas. Well, I've heard nothing but good about Austin, Texas, and so uh, you guys are in a a good environment there. So thank you very much again for joining us today. We appreciate it. And, uh, again, that's Don Lansing with Timing Cube, a service to individual investors. And thank you for joining us today on Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. My pleasure, Charlie. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science.